One January morning in 1970, my kids were in school and I was reading the paper at the kitchen table. A tiny article caught my eye. There was a bill pending in the legislature that would change abortion from being illegal to being a medical decision between a woman and her doctor. The Alaska Medical Association was going to support it, but wasn't going to lobby for it. And I thought, somebody needs to do that. <laughs> my, my concern at the time was uh, about overpopulation and about believing that every child should be wanted. A few days later, another article in the paper uh, quoted Senator Joe Josephson saying that the liberal abortion bill was not going to go anywhere. My Unitarian friends and I were dismayed, and I felt very anonymous, safely anonymous, so I sat down and wrote Joe a letter in which I said, there are a lot of disappointed Joe Josephson supporters up here. To my utter shock, he called me up <laughs> and invited me to a meeting. That meeting brought together community leaders from churches and from social service agencies and activists. One of those was Jan Erickson, who was a, a, an experienced political activist. I suggested to Jan that we get together uh, for another session to talk about what we might do. So a few days later, Prim Babcock, Jan, and I met at Jan's kitchen table. The ad hoc organization, the Alliance for Humane Abortions, was born at that table. And then we realized we needed a chair. Jan was the logical chair, but she said she couldn't do it. I was a stay-at-home mom, and I, a product of the 50s that defined the role of women as wife and mother. I certainly didn't see myself as a political leader, but this was important. So I said to Jan and Prim, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> a few days after that, there was a legislative hearing on the bill. I testified in favor of the bill um, for the Alliance. And suddenly, my phone began to ring with calls of people saying, how can I help? Suddenly, our infant movement became a fast-paced, intense, statewide campaign that went on for four months. Uh, five of us, Jan, Prim, Evie Ruskin, Pat Saul, and I, formed a loose steering committee, and we uh, plotted our planned our strategy, pulled our strengths and planned our strategy. Our key strategy was the letter writing clutch. No email then, so we wrote letters. Who were we? We were mostly women in our 20s and 30s, stay-at-home moms, sometimes with kids in tow. Sometimes we were joined by older women who were retired or whose kids were grown. Why did we do this? Many of those stories I didn't know, but I learned that some had had experience, personal experience with themselves or people they knew 
with the tragedy and trauma of illegal abortion and self-inflicted abortion. A few who could afford it had flown to Japan to get a safe and legal abortion. And the rest of us just thought it was the right thing to do. And what we did was about 50 of us opened our homes and invited a dozen or more people to come for coffee and to write letters. And sometimes the hostess provided the stationery and the stamps and the pens, and sometimes the guests did. Collectively, we sent the legislators more mail than they had ever received. Other strategies that we used included petitions, uh, letters to the editor, telephone trees, and mobilizing a, number, a lot of organizations to take a public position on the, in favor of the bill. We worked to make it statewide. We worked with communities across the state, the Commission on the Status of Women, and the churches gave us contacts in these communities, and we supplied the contacts with the fact sheets and the organizing techniques. And of course, we worked with legislators. This was Senator John Rader's bill. None of this would have happened without John Rader. In the House, we worked with Jeannie Chance. When we sent our petitions to Juno, hundreds of them, she copied them and put a set on every legislator's desk. When Rader first introduced his bill, he could not get a single co-sponsor. But two months into the session, he decided support had grown strong enough that he could bring the bill to the floor. It failed, 10 votes against, nine votes for, and one ill senator absent. Rader was undaunted. Hawaii had just passed the first reform bill in the, in the country. So Rader got on the phone and called Hawaii's attorney general, who dictated the bill, the Hawaii bill, to Rader word by word. No faxes yet either. <laughs> the new bill, Rader's new bill was Hawaii's bill, and it was more liberal than the one that had been defeated. On April 1st, he brought it to the floor. The, the debate on the floor was heated. Now there were 20 senators. Kay Poland had been appointed to her very ill husband's seat. And in the heated debate, when Kay announced her support for the bill, she was attacked by a Catholic male senator. And Kay said, I am a Catholic. I am adopted. I am, of course, a woman. And I cannot sit here and make this decision for other women. With Kay's vote, the bill passed 11 to 9. On reconsideration, it passed um, 13 to 7. And a few days later, it passed the House 29 to 10. But the story wasn't over. Then Governor Keith Miller, a Methodist, married to a Catholic, vetoed the bill. 
But the support held, and the legislature overrode the veto 41 to 17. And Alaska became the first, the third state in the union to make abortion, to give women the right to choose. Three years before Roe versus Wade. <laughs> There were several factors that helped, contributed to this success. One, I think, was, well, definitely, the changing role of women, the changing attitudes of society and of women. Another was that the, um, today's opposition was not yet organized. And a third was the makeup of the legislature itself. It, it was a young, we were still a young state, and that influenced who chose to run. But, and it was before oil, which changed our politics. This was an incredible victory, and it was a life-changing experience for me. It, for, but more than anything else, it was a victory for women. Women banding together, reaching across the aisle, were able to provided the leadership that harnessed and focused the demands of the public and created change.